What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 61 of the Sports Show with Ben and Dylan. We are here today. Uh, we have a pretty interesting episode planned for you guys here today. We are going to start it off with some college basketball, as per usual, and then we will be getting into an NBA All-Star mock draft. Uh, the NBA All-Star draft is tonight, uh, and we will be doing a mock drafting for both teams, uh, and we will get into that in just a second, but first... As always, a word from our sponsor. This episode of The Sports Show with Ben and Dylan is brought to you by State Farm. State Farm is by far the best insurance provider out there. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yeah, so um, we, didn't spe- or we didn't specify this, but what we will be doing is having like a live draft. So we haven't written anything down. Uh, I will be drafting for Team LeBron, and uh, you will be drafting for Team Kevin or Team Durant, whatever. Um... Yeah, so we will get into the college basketball picks. Now, we have three games. Uh, the first one, or the first two are both tonight. We have Oklahoma State versus Baylor. We have Oklahoma versus Texas. And then we will get to the other one. Um, but, yeah, so we'll start it off with Oklahoma State versus Baylor. Thoughts? Yeah, so Baylor coming off, uh, had their first loss of the season uh, earlier in the week, I guess. Um, I think they rebound here, and I think they get the win in this one. What do you think? Yeah, Oklahoma, or Baylor got that probably one seed clinching win against West Virginia on Monday, which was obviously huge overtime thriller. Um, Oklahoma State, on the other hand, is one of the hottest teams in the country coming into this on a five-game win streak. Cade Cunningham is playing uh, the best basketball of his season. He's currently averaging 20 a game. Uh, six boards and four assists. He's playing really well. He had um, 40 points in the first win against Oklahoma and then um, then 15 only in the second. But uh, I think Oklahoma State pulls off the stunner. We saw this last year with Baylor having a very, very good start to the season and then sort of declining. Now, granted, I think this Baylor team is better, but I, I think Oklahoma State's just hotter right now. So I am going to go with the Cowboys pulling a stunner in Waco. Uh, which brings us to our next one, which is in football, the Red River rivalry. I don't know if it's still considered that in basketball. Oklahoma versus Texas. Yeah, uh, all right. In this one, I think Oklahoma uh, comes out on top in this one. What do you think? Uh, I think this is going to be an interesting game. Texas has been eh, lately, and Oklahoma was playing very well, but they did just stumble twice in a row against Oklahoma State. I think I'm going to go with the Longhorns here. I don't know. I'm not confident about it, but I'll go with Texas to get it done. Uh, which brings us to our third final game. Uh, so this third final game is another one. So so this week we decided to pick just all of the ranked versus ranked games, and there's only um, three well three left in this week because we missed the doubleheader, but one of the teams that's playing in the doubleheader, Illinois, is facing off against Ohio State. Thoughts on this one, Ben? Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Ohio State in this one. Uh, I think they get the win here. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game, but in the end, I think Ohio State's coming up on top. What do you think? Ohio State's playing terrible recently. Ever since I hyped them off those 10 quadrant wins, 11 quadrant, whatever it is, uh, they've been trash. That being said... They could rebound at home, but no, I think I'm going to go with Illinois. It's weird because Illinois is really 
I don't know about hit its stride because they almost lost to Wisconsin. Uh, but without their best player, one of the best players in the country, Ida Sumo, they are still playing very, very well. Uh, and they dismantled second-ranked Michigan uh, by 23 on Monday, which was interesting. So I think they stay hot. And uh, I don't know if it's definitely, but most likely clinch the number one seed in a number one seed in the conference in the NCAA tournament, so yeah, I'm going to go with the Fighting Illini here, uh, which wraps up our college basketball segment. Uh, now that brings us to our all-star draft, uh, so just keep in mind, we'll be drafting, because this is how it actually will be tonight, the starters, and then all the bench players. Uh, I'm not going to draft in the perspective that LeBron or Durant might draft in, because yeah. chances are when Durant's drafting, he's going to take Kyrie first tonight, because it's his teammate and then Harden first on the bench, whatever. Um, Durant also, last, I guess, pointer, is for some reason, um, or I don't know if it's for some reason, but he's staying the team captain, but he's being like the GM. He's not actually playing because he's injured. Um, so, yeah, we will start it off with the starters. Uh, I don't know who actually is the first pick, but we, we will give Team Durant the first pick. All right, so, so uh, with the first pick here, um, I think it's logical uh, to take a big here. We're going to take Joel Embiid. Uh, he has been playing incredibly well as of late. Had a great game last night in the Sixers against Jazz game, which was a great overtime thriller, by the way. You haven't, uh, if you didn't see the highlights of that game or, or see what happened in that one, uh, I would recommend to go check that out. That was a really good game uh, between probably two of the top team or probably the two best teams at this point uh, in the NBA. But anyway, I think Joel Embiid's uh, playing the best out of anyone in the NBA right now. So I'm going to pick him with my first pick. Yeah, so I think with the first pick for Team LeBron, we'll go uh, with a primary ball handler for this team in Stephen Curry. Now, I don't know how great LeBron and Steph's relationship is, but I think this is a no-brainer. I know there's guys like Giannis, Jokic, Kawhi, whatever on the board, but Steph is playing some of his best basketball as he's trying to help the Warriors sneak into the playoffs or the play-in round. Uh, so, yeah, I think LeBron takes Steph first overall. Okay. Um, I like that. I'm going to go with Giannis here. Um, I'm going to grab another big to really stack up. Um, here with Giannis and Embiid. I really like the tandem I'm starting off with here. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to take Giannis uh, to pair with Embiid at power forward. What do you think? With the next pick, I'm going to go with at, I guess, yeah, no. I'm going to go with at the, we're going to, it's a little bit of a stretch, but we're going to play him at the power forward position, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, now, now notice we are sort of just doing East and West, but it's not intentional. I think Kawhi, uh, he is coming off the Kobe Bryant MVP award last year uh, for Team LeBron. So I think he gets the hand, or he gets to be the second Team LeBron selection. So I have LeBron, Steph, and Kawhi, which brings us to your next pick. All right, so with my next pick here, I'm going to grab Luka. Uh, I'm going to grab uh, a solid guard here in Luka Doncic. Uh, yeah, so that's my pick here uh, with my third pick, uh, and I really like what I have so far. Okay, now with my fourth pick, we're going to grab another um, big man, well, our first center, but another uh, frontcourt player. 
Nikola Jokic. Uh, he's playing very well, almost averaging a triple-double. He was the second center, along with Wilt, to reach 50 triple-doubles in a career. He is playing incredible ball. It Nuggets haven't been great, so he's not getting as much credit as someone like Embiid, uh, but he's still playing very good basketball, so I'm going to go with Jokic, which leaves us the two Eastern guards for Vanna. And Jason Tatum as well, who is Kevin Durant's injury replacement. And speaking of Jason Tatum... I'm going to pick him here. Now, my logic behind this is there's two pretty good guards or really good guards on the board left in Bradley Beal and Kyrie Irving, and I'm content with either of them filling out my second guard spot, so I'm just going to uh, take whichever one Dylan doesn't take here, uh, but I'm going to fill out my forwards uh, and grab Jason Tatum for my So right list. now you have a very big lineup with Luka at point guard at six foot seven. Uh, and then you have Tatum, Giannis, and Embiid filling it out. And I am going to give you Bradley Beal. I think uh, LeBron would definitely take Kyrie because they're sort of friends. And um, I don't know how intrigued you are in Beal. But I think Kyrie is a solid player for this game. He can make some plays on ball and off ball. Good shooter. I will go with Kyrie Irving, which leaves you with Bradley Beal to sum out the lineup. So that brings us to bench because we gave you the first pick. I am going to take the first pick off the bench. Now, this is tough, but it's not really tough logically. Uh, no, actually, I think logically there's two correct answers here, but I am going to go with James Harden stealing him from his teammate. I took two of Durant's teammates uh, from him. I think you go Harden or Dane here. I will go with Harden. He's playing very, very good basketball. Uh, he is leading the league in assists, which is impressive because he's not really known as a distributor in his career, but as the as a tandem of primary scorers are on his team. He's doing a good job distributing the ball. So yeah, I'm going to go with Harden, which brings you to your pick. Yeah, so here I'm going to get, you brought up uh, how you think this is either Dame or Harden here. I'm going to go with Dame here. I think he should have been an all-star starter, starter, and in my opinion is the best reserve here. So I'm going to grab him uh, as we can move on now to your next pick. Uh, yeah, so that brings us to our next pick, and there's a bunch of good options. We're pretty good in guards now that we have Harden, Steph, and Kyrie. I'm going to get us a big boy um, in Zion Williamson. Now, I know it's a little interesting because Zion's maybe not the best of the players, but one, Zion is sick, and I would love to have him on my team, and he's so good, and he dominated Gobert the other night. Uh, but two, I think Zion's good for an all-star game because no one's really trying. He could catch some sick oofs, dunk on someone, and he's still very good at basketball. So I'm going to go with Zion Williamson. All right. Uh, so with my next pick, uh, we I took... Uh, I went with a pretty big lineup uh, with my starters, and now I'm going to go my first two pick being guards here. I'm going to take Booker uh, with this next pick, Devin Booker, uh, to add to my reserves. Uh, what about you? What's your next pick here? So with the next pick, I'm going to get, I guess, our backup. Another, mm, yeah, I guess another backup wing along with Harden. I guess he's more of a wing than Harden, but I'm going to go with PG-13. Paul George is playing very good basketball after he was basically shamed in um, the bubble last year because he choked hard. Granted, he... He doesn't doesn't mean anything, and I've said this before. It doesn't mean anything until he plays in the playoffs. But he is still very good at basketball, so I am going to reunite Paul George and Kawhi on this team. 
Okay. Um, so now with my next pick here, I'm going to go with Rudy Gobert. Uh, I'm going to grab a really big guy for my bench here. Uh, and I like this pick. He's one of the better defensive players in the league, although that probably doesn't matter in the All-Star game since not. Basically, nobody play, uh, tries on defense. But, yeah, I'm going to take Rudy Gobert here with my next pick. Yeah, so off the bench now, we have James Harden, Zion Williamson, and um, sorry, and Paul George. Now, this is some good defense, and we are going to add to that defense, uh, getting maybe you call him Ben's sort of, or getting LeBron's sort of reincarnation or something like that. Still without a jump shot. We are going with Ben Simmons now. You said this about Gobert. Defense doesn't really matter in the All-Star game. But in the All-Star game, there's everyone basically wants to score. So we are going to give someone who maybe doesn't want to score as much. Ben Simmons, he is also a top five defender in the league, which can't hurt. Uh, so I'm going to go with Ben Simmons. Okay. Um, with my next pick here, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with yet another guard here. I'm going to go with Dominic, Don, Donovan Mitchell um, uh, to pair with Rudy Gobert. And also, just to, I, I like him as an addition to, uh, to my bench here. So, as we're going pretty guard-heavy on our bench, uh, I'm going to go with Donovan Mitchell. So, if I'm going with a bench rotation, we're shifting Ben to the power forward because there's no need for him to um, really play point guard in this. It's fine. Um, and then to play back a point guard, LeBron boy, Chris Paul. Now, a lot of people I heard chatter about Chris Paul not deserving to be in the All-Star game, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I, under, I, I guess I understand your thought process there, but I don't know. Chris Paul's been huge for the Suns, uh, I guess, change in culture. They're now second in the West, which is obviously crazy, considering they were the third worst team in the league two years ago and didn't make the playoffs last year. Obviously, Booker and, and Aiton, I guess, too, are to thank to that, or thank for that, but CP3 has been a gigantic addition for them, so I am going to go with Chris Paul uh, here. So, yeah, that leaves us with only a few more picks. Yeah, okay. So, uh, with my next pick here, I'm going to go with Julius Randle here. So, now this is an interesting player. We haven't talked about uh, we haven't talked about him a lot on this pod. He's having a really good st st statistical season. Um, I think it will be interesting to see him uh, next year if he moves on from the Knicks to see how if he's actually made improvements or if it's really just the fact that he's just carrying this Knicks team along with some other guys. Um, but I, I like Julius Randle here uh, with this pick. Again, he's having a really good season offensively, uh, and I like him as a nice addition to my bench. Yes, yeah, so uh, there is a few spots left. Now, th there's four guys there. Sorry. There, yeah, no, there's four guys, and I am going to go with DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, Sabonis, I, I'm one who believes he got not horribly, but at least slightly snubbed from the All-Star game. I think he deserved a spot over maybe Nikola Vucevic or Julius Randle, uh, but he ended up getting in uh, with Durant sitting out. So, yeah, I am going to take Sabonis on Team LeBron, uh, which leaves three guys remaining. Okay, um, with this next pick here, I'm going to go with Jalen Brown. Uh, as now I'm really pairing uh, the duos on this team. Um, yeah, so 
I like Jalen Brown with this pick. Um, so we can move on now to your uh, last pick here. You know what's ideal? Um, or someone who's ideal in the All-Star game? Zach Levine. So I'm going to go with him. Zach Levine is one of the worst defenders in the league, especially in terms of uh, the assortment of All-Stars. He is probably by far the worst. Um, I don't think you can make an argument for anyone else being a worst defender, except maybe Bradley Beal or Kyrie Irving. But still, uh, even James Harden tries on defense now, and, and Dame's a better defender than Levine. Uh, Levine's defense is horrible, but he scores a lot of points, so I guess I'll take him. All right, so um, with my last pick here, uh, there's only one more guy on the board, and that would be Nikola Vucevic, uh, and so I am going to take him with my last pick here, and that wraps up this draft. So now uh, I'll, uh, I will uh, give you guys what my team here is. Uh, my starting lineup is Bradley Beal and Luka Doncic at our guard positions, uh, and then we have Jason Tatum, uh, uh, Jason Tatum, Giannis, uh, and Embiid filling out our forwards. What's your starting lineup? So I have at point guard or shooting guard, it doesn't matter, Steph and Kyrie filling out the guard position. And then at the forwards, I have obviously LeBron, Kawhi, and the Joker, Nikola Jokic. Okay, and then on my bench, my reserve list, we have Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, Rudy Gobert, uh, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Julius Randle, and Nikola Vucevic. Off my bench, we have Paul George, James Harden, Zach Levine, CP3, DeMontis Sabonis, Ben Simmons, and Zion. So, yeah, that um, wraps up this segment. And because we are a little low on time, we're going to add on another thing. We're going to be ranking in each conference our top five finals contenders. Uh, in terms of, and we did this for an NFL a few times, uh, comfortability, that's what we're going to call it. So, yeah, we can take your top five. Um, we'll go east, then west. I'll start it off with my number five in the east. It, it is tough because you, you can't just factor in 36. Even if you factor in the first, like, half of the season, basically, now that we're at the All-Star break, there's still teams that are just better fit for the playoffs. Uh, so, at my number five spot, just real quick, honorable mention uh, to the Toronto Raptors. The only reason I don't have them on there is because I don't think they have like that superstar who's going to light it up in the playoffs. Um, so, at number five, I have the Boston Celtics. They're playing terrible. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. They're playing awful. Um, that being said... They have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, two All-Stars. Kemba Walker's starting to figure it out a little bit more. They have some good defensive players for the playoffs, like Robert Williams, Grant Williams. Uh, they're not great, but I think I will go with them at five. Who do you have at five? Yeah, at five, um, at five I'm going to go with the Celtics as well. Now, you talked about it. They are not playing well at all, um, and they really need to get it together. But considering how uh, very, very thin... Uh, the East is at least at the top this year. Um, I don't really know who else at this point, I guess, to put in this number five spot. I don't trust the Knicks. The Heat, I think I'm going to put a little bit higher. 
The Hornets, they're fun to watch and an exciting team, but I don't see them doing Airbnb's much. Airbnb's sick, bro, and they're going to be cool in the future. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't see them uh, doing much in the playoffs this year. And then, and then you mentioned the Raptors, and maybe they're the other contender that potentially deserves the spot, but still, at 17 and 18 at the All-Star break, that's still not great. Sub-500, so I'm going to put the Celtics here uh, at my number five position. Who do you have at number four? And number four of the Miami Heat. Now, granted, the Heat haven't been impressive so far, but let me break down a few things. Okay, first, the Heat ran through the East last year and made it to the finals. And you can say bubble this, bubble that. And you might not be wrong, but championship pedigree is championship pedigree. Not to mention Jimmy Butler does literally whatever he can to um, to lead his team to wins. They have Bam Adebayo, who's playing solid, went healthy. Uh, also, interesting story, unrelated to the topic, but Jimmy Butler said um, he turned down a potential, or no, before the All-Star were announced, he said that I won't be participating in the All-Star game as long as, or, or unless Bam also makes it, which is some great teammate um, leadership, whatever. Jimmy Butler's awesome, and he will lead his team through the playoffs if he needs to. That's the only reason I have them over the Celtics, so who do you have it for? Yeah, okay. Uh, this is not at all intentional, but I have the Heat here as well. Um, again, not really anybody else, I think, that fits here. Uh, the Heat, the championship pedigree, what that organization and that culture uh, has done uh, is phenomenal, and I think they have the ability uh, to maybe make a little bit of a run again this year. Um, moving on to my number three spot. I'll go first here this time. Uh, I'm going to put the Bucks. Now, this is where things start to get interesting with your ordering of the top three, the Bucks, the Nets, and the Sixers. Um, so I'm going to put the Bucks here at number three. In terms of talent, they're right up there, probably 1A, 1B with the Nets. No, 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 no. no. The, the Nets have more talent than them. Um, but I think they're probably above the Sixers in terms of talent. But Giannis's and the Bucs as a whole uh, inability to deliver during the playoffs in recent years is, is, uh, is huge. They flat out have not delivered um, during the playoffs. So I'm going to put the Bucs here at number three. What about you? Okay, I'm going to go with the Sixers at three. Now, comparing the Sixers to the Bucs, you look at Giannis and you say, oh, he's a choker, but it's not like Embiid or Simmons have been that elite in the playoffs. Now, granted, this Joel Embiid is a different version, a more in shape, just better version of any Embiid we've ever even come close to seeing. And Ben's having his best season, and we have good defense, and our shooting's a little bit improved when Seth and Danny Green have the green light on. Um, but I still don't trust us more than Giannis, so I'm going to go with the Sixers at three, which brings us to number two, where I can just guess, but you can still analyze you have the Sixers at two. Yeah. Um, so I have the Sixers at number two, everything you mentioned. Um, I like this team a lot. There's a reason there's the number one, they're the number one seed in the East, but um, like you mentioned, they just haven't done it. No, no, nobody on that team, besides a guy like Danny Green uh, or something like that, uh, have really gone far in the playoffs in their career. So I'm going to put the Sixers here at number two. Yeah, so at number two, I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. They have Giannis. Honestly, it's sort of the only thing that's propelling them over the Sixers. 
Giannis just needs one time to figure it out, and I think he'll be good for the rest of his career in terms of not choking too hard. Um, I'm not saying that he's going to win every championship for the rest of his career once he gets past like, the first one, but I'm just saying, Giannis, once he figures it out once, he'll get into a rhythm and be fine for the rest of his career in the playoffs. It just if you're a Bucks fan, you hope that sooner rather than later. Um, as for the rest of the Bucks, I mean, Middleton's Middleton, and, and they have some other solid pieces. Drew Holiday will be good in the playoffs for some lockdown defending. Uh, so, yeah, I have the Bucks at two, which brings us to, for both of us, the Nets at one. I'm not sure the Nets have, like, maybe the championship pedigree of, like, the Heat, or they're not as well-rounded as the Sixers or the Bucks. But they just have three top 10 players, or three top 15 players in the league. What else more do you need? Their defense is trash. They don't really have the center, but I don't care. They have Harden, Durant, and, and Kyrie. And as long as those guys stay healthy, they will represent the East in the finals. Yeah, I completely agree with everything you said there. I have the Nets uh, at one here as well. So now moving on to uh, the Western Conference. Uh, let's get started here at number five. I've got the Portland Trailblazers. Now, um, Damian Lillard is having a terrific season, um, and the the Blazers have been to the playoffs a couple times. There's a lot of playoff experience on that team, but not a lot of deep playoff experience getting deep into the playoffs. So we'll that uh, we'll see how that pans out, but I have the Blazers at number five. Okay, so I'm going to have, so this is interesting. So I have an honorable mention here, the Suns. Um, I know the Suns are playing really well, but I don't know. I don't trust CP3 in the playoffs. No, I don't, Booker hasn't been there yet. I'm not going with the Suns. Now, I have a 5A and 5B, and, and that's because they're very, very similar. Uh, the Blazers and the Mavericks. The Blazers are playing better than the Mavericks, but it's just, it, it's Dame and Luka are going to have, like, their crazy, ridiculous game where they score, like, 60 or 50 or maybe multiple, and they're going to keep them in the playoffs. Luka's done basically everything for the Mavs, and as long as Porzingis and CJ can return, well, Porzingis is healthy, but as long as he can stay healthy for the rest of the season and, and CJ can stay be healthy in the playoffs, I think those teams both have shots to make it to the second round. Um, and if they get super lucky, maybe sneak into the conference finals. But, yeah, that brings us to number four. Okay, at number four, I've got the Suns. Now, maybe I put the Mavs at number five and the, uh, and the Blazers at number four or something like that. Maybe I put a different team in here, someone like... The Nuggets, who are sitting at 7 right now at 20 and 15. Maybe I do any of that. But the Suns are red hot right now. They're, number, they're the number 2 seed in the West. Heading into the All-Star break, they're 23 and 11. Uh, they are playing really good basketball. Uh, I'm going to put these Suns here at number 4. Who do you have? Yeah, number 4, I'm going to go with the Denver Nuggets. Now, the Nuggets haven't been impressive, and they were my finals pick preseason. So I have to have a little faith in them still. Um... But, but my theory with the Nuggets is it's better to get hot towards the end than in the beginning. And, and I know this isn't towards the end, but they are starting to get a little hot. They're up to 20 and 15. They've hit a three-game winning streak. So if they can stay hot uh, past the All-Star break, they'll get their seat up to, a, I think, definitely five, but maybe higher if one of the top four slips. And then when it comes to the playoffs, they've done it before, and I'm not saying they're going to hit that magic and beat the Clippers again. But I, I just trust Jokic and Murray more than CP3 and Booker. So, and, and they're a well-rounded team compared to um, 
the Mavs or the Blazers. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Nuggets at four, which sort of brings us to the relatively obvious top three. Yeah. Okay, so at number three, I am going to go with the Clippers. Um, Kawhi and PG, we know what they uh, they do. The Clippers choked in the playoffs uh, last year in the bubble, but hopefully they can rebound and have a good performance uh, in the playoffs this year. So I have uh, I have the Clippers here at number three. Yeah, three, I'm going to go to Utah Jazz. I think it's consensus that they've been the best team in the league to start the year. I, I guess you could argue for maybe someone else, but I just don't trust them as much as anybody else. And, and you look at the Jazz, and some argument for people is the fact that they have they've done it before. But they haven't really done it before. They haven't made it past the second round. And, and everyone was talking about last year. They didn't even win the series against the Nuggets last year. They chose 3-1. And even if Mitchell's going to be awesome in the playoffs, like he always has been, Gobert every year goes like dormant in the playoffs. I don't know why. He just stops playing. Now, granted, it's been a better Gobert than I think we've ever seen. But, but still, I don't trust it. Um, I, I don't know. I don't I don't feel great about this team. And I... I I think they got hot a little bit too early, and, and I, I would still probably bet on them finishing first in the West. I just don't trust them. So I'm going to go with the Utah Jazz at number three, which brings us to number two. Yeah, okay. At number two, I'm going to put the aforementioned Utah Jazz. Um, I think I mean, they're probably the consensus best team in the league right now. Maybe they got hot too early. Um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening with them. Um, but, you know, they, they don't have a ton of, as you mentioned, deep playoff experience, um, which is crucial in the playoffs, as we know. So uh, I'm going to put the Jazz at number two. I still very well think they could be the one seed um, and have a great end to the season. But as far as playoff confidence, I'm going to put them at number two. Who do you have at number two? Okay, at number two, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Clippers. They're Good, but I don't trust them, and maybe I no, I don't. I wouldn't put them at one regardless. But but number two, I think fits them right. Even if they make the finals, Kawhi and PG choked so hard last year, and the and they're probably playing better than the Lakers. But I just can't trust them after that hard of a choke um, ever. So I, I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with the Clippers at two, which brings us to the Lakers at one. And and I say this, and I sort of said is similar to the Nats, I'd be pretty shocked and something would have to go horribly wrong for the Lakers. I think the Lakers' only way to not make the finals is, there's two ways. The Jazz are for real and they actually have success in the playoffs, which would be weird. Imagine Donovan Mitchell outplaying LeBron in a playoff series. Or they get super unlucky and this AD injuries more serious than it appears to be, and he's not playing in the finals. I think those are in the playoffs. I think this is the only two ways. So, yeah, I think the Lakers sort of have to be one. And I think if I had to give a finals pick um, right now, I think I'd go with the Nets. I, I mean, I think it'll be Nets-Lakers. The only thing I have with the Nets over the Lakers is the fact that I trust their whole situation just a little bit more because AD is a little bit concerning right now. Okay, uh, I'm going to put the Lakers at one, obviously, as well. Again, I think the only way they don't make a deep run into uh, the playoffs this year is if AD's injury continues to last and they aren't able to finish uh, as high as they would like to and then maybe something crazy happens in the playoffs, but I don't see them ha that happening. Uh, I think they are uh, definitely a Western Conference Finals team at this point and maybe a Finals team uh, or 
they very well could be the finals team um, at this point as well. So that wraps this episode up. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week with another episode. But for now, thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed. Talk to you next time.